1: hey everybody it's adam ray for the about last night podcast thank you for listening to the show continuing to subscribe on itunes and uh giving us those five star ratings and those comments on the itunes page you guys have been crushing that uh really appreciate it helps us climb the pod charts and uh continue to bring amazing shows like today which might be it might be up there with danza and melissa mccarthy for me um this was just... Um, my favorite show of all time is Curb Your Enthusiasm, all right? It's uh, it's brilliant to me. Um, I, uh, I don't know. It's just... It's effortless. It's uh, genius. The, the way the stories are uh, woven together, the improvisational acting is uh, the best you'll ever see. And um, we got one of the stars from that show who... I feel like I already know from, from seeing him on the show, from seeing him around the comedy store the last few years, and from hassling him to do this podcast, uh, which we finally got. And I'm talking about the one and only Jeff Garland, baby. Jeff Garland from Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, from all his Conan and late-night appearances, uh, from his uh, movies that he wrote and directed, Dealing with Idiots, and I Want someone to Eat Cheese With, which you can get on Netflix, which you should, because they're both phenomenal. And, of course, he's on The Goldbergs on ABC. Uh, which is crushing it right now. So Jeff is um, just an all around great dude. This episode was so fun. We covered so much. We laughed a lot. Um, talking about him throwing out the first pitch at Wrigley Field, to uh, living with Conan O'Brien in Chicago as roommates, um, to, uh, to 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 the the process of Curb, the possibility of the show coming back, which was uh, you know definitely bonerific. Um, And then him and Brad had a funny exchange. Uh, Jeff used to be a security guard uh, for concerts and we uh, presented him with a scenario in which many dwarves rushing a stage and how he would respond and it was hilarious. Um, This is one of the more fun episodes we've done in a while. and uh, really stoked for you guys to listen to it Uh, follow Jeff on Instagram at Jeff Garland follow me on Instagram at Adam Ray 33 follow Brad on Instagram at Brad Williams comic Uh, and of course follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy this week for shows I will be at the Soho House in Los Angeles California uh, tomorrow night 9pm Wednesday I'll be Comedy Juice, Hollywood Improv, uh, 10 p.m. Uh, Thursday, uh, no, Saturday I'll be at the Westside Comedy Theater uh, at 8 p.m. And then I am heading to uh, Spokane, Washington to headline the Bing Theater on October 23rd. Uh, get your tickets at Bing. Theater.com. Uh, October 23rd, 8 p.m. I'm headlining. I'm really pumped. Never done stand up in uh, Spokane before. Bringing the hilarious Kelsey Cook with me. So uh, get your tickets. Come see us uh, in Spokane at the Bing Theater. And of course, October 20th. This is the big date. First, about last night, live podcast recording at the Hollywood Improv, which we're going to start doing hopefully very frequently. Uh, this is going to be a big show. The guest lineup is going to be insane. Uh, you need to get your tickets now because this I guarantee you, is gonna sell out we um, we'll be doing a lot of press for this and we're just gonna pack it out because the uh, the guest lineup is gonna be dope and uh, it's the first one at the improv and we're gonna we're gonna make a habit of this so get your tickets at improvcom October 20th 8 p.m. that's a Tuesday night about last night podcast live recording um, rest of my dates on adamraytv.com I update it every day Uh, a lot of shows in LA coming up Uh, I had a date in New York City at the Levity Live in West Nyack uh, December uh, 3rd 4th and 5th Um, and then I'll be heading out to Hawaii after that shortly to do do house party season 3 with my boy Adam Devine really pumped for that Um, Brad Williams where's Brad going to be well he'll be in Albany New York October 15th through the 18th at the Funny Bone in Albany New York go see Brad uh, get your tickets at FunnyBone.com, Albany, New York. Funny Bone, October fifteenth through the eighteenth, and then he'll be in Des Moines, Iowa, October twenty first through the twenty fourth at the Funny Bone. Uh, Funny Bone at the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, and of course, Brad's getting ready to shoot the Christopher Guest movie Mascots, um, which is unbelievable. He uh, he unfortunately cannot go on the New Kids on the Block cruise with me because uh, they added more days for him to to shoot, and that's that's a good problem to have. I was obviously bummed. He was very bummed. Uh, he felt like he let me down. <laughs> he felt like he. Uh, <laughs> he felt like he was honestly like leaving me. Like we were married, and he was having to tell me that he was leaving and taking the kids. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go on the I'm gonna go on the cruise anyway because I uh, I need a little vacay and and uh, Joe Joe Mack is a good buddy of mine and and he wants me to perform a little out there and and shit man, it's a new kids cruise, it's one of those things that I feel like this is the time of my life to experience something like that um, when I can, and it seems like a, a very unique experience and I'm gonna go and uh, hopefully come back with with. Um with no stds but with a lot of stories so <laughs> that is the hope um of course uh, get all your aln merch at estoymerchandise.com uh brad sent me a lot of pictures uh, of people wearing shirts uh, from his shows the last few weeks that's been fucking great uh, get your mugs your shirts at uh, estoymerchandise.com e-s-t-o-y merchandise.com we're approaching our 200th episode which is crazy 200 episodes of the about last night podcast it's fucking mind-blowing um For that, We're going to be doing a best of episode. We're about five episodes away. We've got Howie Mandel coming up. Dana Carvey number two coming up. uh, My boy Max Winkler uh, Henry Winkler's son uh, who I went to SC with who's become a big Hollywood director. He's coming on the show and a couple other great guests. uh, And then of course we'll be getting Neil Patrick Harris uh, in the fall. Some of our boys from SNL Hasan Minhaj on The Daily Show. We're going to make a New York trip uh, out of this one. Get a lot of great guests for the podcast. But uh, 200 episodes man. We're going to do a best of the podcast and and highlight some of the, the most fun moments from 200 episodes, from three years of doing this shit. So look out for that coming up soon. Um, subscribe to the podcast again on iTunes so you can get that uh, easily when it pops up in your uh, in your feed on, on your Android, your iPhone, Stitcher, wherever you listen to the podcast. About AboutLastNightPodcast.com for all past Episodes, Clooney Boop winners, your shit has been sent. You should be receiving it soon. Las Vegas story winners, we've still got a couple more weeks for you guys to get those in, so send in your Vegas crazy stories to araysugar at gmail.com. Uh, there's some fucking banana stories already, uh, but we want to give you guys a few more weeks. To send those in. So send your craziest Vegas stories to araysugar at gmail.com. We'll pick a winner in the next few weeks. Um, Today's episode is is phenomenal. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So now that we got the tour dates out of the way, those are the Twitter handles. That's the merch info. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand-new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the very funny, the one and only Jeff Garland. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day, so come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night.
2: He didn't curse you, and he cursed himself. He's dead. (laughs) But, you know, no. No, no, there's no curse. Curses
1: are stupid. Uh, Have you thrown out a pitch at Wrigley?
2: I have thrown out a pitch. It fell short. The crowd booed me. It was sold out. No. Yeah, and the thing is, I had a stroke in 2000. And so my right arm, it's strong enough, like I lift weights. It's strong enough to do everything daily. Yeah. Never does it feel weaker unless I throw a baseball. And I go, oh. But if I had warmed up. Or I didn't know till I got to the ballpark, right. and I didn't know that I shouldn't have until after I did it. Yeah, um, but. Uh if I had time to warm up in, like, a few weeks to, like, I would have been fine. Right. but, but, but No. It, it, it was cold. Cold on a <laughs> yeah. weak arm. Oh, that's not So I a picked good it up, and I, I had the catcher move in, and I threw it like a sissy. <laughs> this next one, which ended up being actually the play of the day. What? On really? the Cubs broadcast. Yeah, they had That's almost fun.
1: better than an Emmy.
2: Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: better than an Emmy. I feel like there is pressure as a comedian, though, in those situations, right? Like, people are
2: expecting... To be funny. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that every comedian should know when they... They ever they do anything at Wrigley Field. Bill Murray's a Cub fan, mm-hmm. and the things that he's done, you cannot top it. He once <laughs> threw the ball over the backstop, which was like was like a pop-up. Or something. But my favorite one that he ever did was where he threw it and then ran the bases, and he ran them hard and <laughs> slid into third. No. It's like you can't top. I'm no. not, I don't want to top Bill Murray. Yeah. No, I mean, and yeah. I want to really? top Bill sure. Murray. But that's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Even if you
1: think you are the guy that did it, who's yeah. going to be the first one to say you did it? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah.
0: It, 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 it's almost that thing where it takes a little bit of the pressure off, because you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but the, the, the top of the mountain is Bill Murray. Yes, so yes, yes. That, yes. That's yes. all right. Like, if the top of the mountain, if, if, like, Bieber did something, then you'd be like, okay, I could I could beat that. But then, but, but then no, like...
2: No, if Bieber did something, <laughs> what you say is, what? What did he do? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> basically he's to be ignored that's my point Bill Murray everything must be paid attention to but not scrutinized and uh, Justin Bieber everything needs to be ignored (laughs) including his albums including his work and including his work with charities I don't care everything with Justin Bieber is to be ignored even if he does something good. No matter what. He can never work his way back from where he is. (laughs) I feel like if
1: Jeff Garland ran for any sort of political office, that would be your platform, and your only platform.
2: No, you know what? uh, uh, Last election, I said I wanted to be a— a uh, Republican candidate. Mm-hmm. So when uh, what's her name from Alaska um Yeah, P- uh, Sarah Palin. Palin. Yeah, Sarah Palin. Palin. Yeah. After she spoke, I, I everyone and everyone had their, you know, chance to speak. I go, yeah. "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> That's insane. And you know, I'd keep on going at her yeah. and they would go, "Mr. Garland, uh we're gonna have to escort you out. And I go, I've, I've finished what I came here to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm all good. I just want someone to just really, because everyone was, the, all the other Republicans are being really polite with yeah. her. Yeah, sure. So yeah. I wanted them to Enough of that. nail that. But the thing about Trump is, all you all you can really say to Trump is, because he's a horrible human being, yeah. mm-hmm. all you can just go is, yeah, you're here. <laughs> like if you feel if if like I'm doing a debate with him, yeah. all I would ever say is, eh, ah, you're here. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything more. I'd say it that lightly. Lightly. And throw it away almost. Throw it away. So then he's like, eh, you're here. So I was like, because I'm not going to get into a shouting match with him. Because it's not a matter of winning. It's a matter of he'll always just have something stupid. He will
1: shout louder. Yeah, but
2: with his hair, what does he got? (laughs) Let me say.
0: I'll, I'll... I watched the show, Kirby Enthusiasm. It was horrible. It was the worst show ever. It, yeah. it, it, I'm, I'm glad it's canceled. Nobody cares.
2: I've never seen anyone <laughs> react more instantaneously to That's, criticism than that man. And, and he's a liar. Yeah. I, I you know. Have you met he, him? No. <laughs> I was on, when I say he's a liar, he, uh, di- he, he did this whole golf course in, in uh, is it Scotland or Ireland? Oh, uh, Ireland. The thing, Ireland. The, the, yes. The for the reason. Yeah, course. yes. There's I a piece it, yeah. I saw on HBO about yeah. him trying, there was one guy holding out. One who, farmer. That's one like, farmer. No. So you saw the same yes. thing. It's so great. And then they built it, he won, and all the promises <laughs> that he made yeah. never happened. Never. All of them. It's gonna be uh, the most luxurious golf yeah, course yeah. in the Well, he says the greatest one ever, but, but 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 they didn't employ the amount of people, mm-hmm. all that stuff. You know, he's not uh, gonna win. He's, no, he's he's he's. No, well, there's no way now. Oh no, he's not gonna win. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the Republican Party, you know, it's been criticized for being screwed up. Mm-hmm. If this isn't proof of it, because <laughs> truly, if he was running on the Democratic side, he'd never get the nomination. No. Mm-hmm. Hillary's going to get the nomination, and win. And the best thing that she's doing is staying out of the fray. She's not getting involved. It was weird that she did a selfie with, uh, what's her name, Um, Uh, who also is met, uh, uh, Kanye's wife. Oh, uh, 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 Kardashian, yeah. 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 That was a weird one. But in (laughs) in general, I'm not going to hold that against her. (laughs) Cause how do I know? That's Let me just tell you something. To like, try let's to be say him. there's a knock at the door. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. Let's sure. just be totally honest. Me at my irreverent mo, uh, the most, the highest level of irreverence I could have. Right. She's there. She tells me she's lost. She goes, Oh, Jeff Garland. I'm a big fan of yours. Will you take a s- picture with me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're not. Yeah. You're, like, I'm, you're right. I'm, yeah. I'm too proud.
2: Uh, yeah. I'm too proud. You're wrong. But you know, uh, yeah. So it's like she's a human being. She's, totally. And by the way, I'd take a selfie with Donald Trump. <laughs> I would. Because you know why? Sure. i get tons of press. Yeah. People would go, what are you doing? And then I, would, Trump. I would actually cause him damage because I would say, no way would I vote for him. Yeah. No way I think he stinks, but you want to take a picture with me. What am I going to do? Want, yeah. He was on Conan once when I was on Conan, and he was not friendly. So that's all you. Jesus. Oh, is,
1: that, that, is that an immediate kind of X for you if somebody just isn't a nice person?
2: Almost. By the way, I understand people having bad days. Totally. I way get it. Because and you've probably
1: had run-ins with people where they've met. You know, I met. I, you know, I hear this story a lot from people who have like tiny encounters where they'd be like, "I met Julia Roberts at the airport, and she was a total bitch." You're like, "Really? What happened?" Well, she was running to her flight, yeah. and I screamed at her. I'm a big fan. She didn't even turn around. Well, yeah. she did turn around, but then she said, "Sorry, I'm late," and I was like. I was holding my phone up for a picture. She wouldn't even look for a quick picture. Are you
2: improvising this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, very did this happen to you? Was no, this, it's, a very you unre- the- it's a very unrealistic story. <laughs> I've heard stories no, no, like that. No, no, but she would not turn and say, sorry, I'm late. She would have just kept going because you right. know what? That's what I would have done. Yeah. <laughs> or I would have yelled, thank you, and kept going yeah <laughs> who needs the exchange it was a bad improv It was well I shouldn't say bad it was mediocre because it wasn't based in reality you did include an airport and you <laughs> include an actual person I'll tell you why it's based in reality you know,
1: my first time you know. on a set out here with my buddy to help me get my SAG card get, did me a three day extra thing to uh, get my vouchers and, and it was I a was a movie with her no, it was in the extra holding, but I listened to so many crazy stories from people who've been doing the extra work for years. Right,
2: who have bitterness stories. Yes, And, sure. and by the way, a lot of people become extras, truthfully, because mm-hmm. yeah. they think they're going to get become- Discovered. Or they do it enough that they have their SAG card, and that's the only thing standing between them and getting a better part, is not having a SAG card. <laughs> it is just, uh, people are idiots.
1: <laughs> you're, so, you're so glad to be on the other side of it, huh?
2: Well, yes, because that's what I aspired. Were to. you ever not I've, because I want to separate myself from? Uh, although I don't really h- usually hang out with extras, I'm very friendly to them. They're nice yeah, people. Sure.
1: How many you guys uh, have a decent amount of extras on Curb, right?
2: Mm, uh, Curb, yes. yes.
1: Yeah, Goldberg's right. not so much. As a matter
2: right. of fact, Curb is the one show where if you're an extra, you have, do have a, de- a, a mediocre chance of being upgraded. Well, because it's an which is show. usually it's impossible to yeah. be upgraded, but on our show. If you're an extra, and mm-hmm. sometimes we'll have to meet like five extras, we pull them aside and just talk to them, and we say, okay, her, because there's a situation where we hadn't counted on where it looks weird if the person's, you know, like you watch a show, yeah. someone's clearly an extra, they can't talk, right. and you think they should say something yeah. mm-hmm. on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I bet you we upgraded over seven years. A dozen extras easy. Wow. Which is a lot. It's yeah.
0: huge because that, that's huge. That never happens. Your because, job supposed to be in the background well because, and not be noticed.
2: But but because we wanted it to be real. Right. It's like on curb your enthusiasm, one thing Larry and I are always proud of. If someone says something funny that's meant to be funny, mm-hmm. the other person laughs. Yeah. Unlike, you know, on a sit, normal sitcom, mm-hmm. if someone says something clever, it's for the audience to laugh. Right. The other person obviously didn't hear it. I think listening skills are what what's wrong with your <laughs> your usual comedy, you know.
0: Well, well, sure, because they're 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 saying that's going to get in the way of the of the audience's experience. But it's just no, it's going to enhance it because enhance that's a, it that's a enhance real it.
2: But that just it's a hackneyed way of thinking. Was that a
1: true sign of, of if something was going to stay in? Because um, I mean, I've heard you say in other interviews too, and just from my you know countless curb. Um, uh, you know, fascination, and, and I went to the thing at Largo when you and Larry, when you interviewed Larry. Oh,
2: that's the very first one of my podcasts when I was doing my podcast. That was maybe one of the greatest nights of and it was fucking it was, by the way how hard were he and i laughing so hard and that's what was so great for but so what if i by the way for <laughs> people watching that night yeah. or if you've listened to it it's still available yeah on uh itunes and earwolf and uh, soundcloud and, the, and all that what's the podcast called that one's still up i've taken a lot of them down i left that one up and yeah, so it was uh, a special night because it felt from as an audience well, member but what, but, but what right. was cool about that was that's essentially what it's like, Larry and I on the set. Seemed like it. We talk that. like that. We make sure. I make discoveries like he's never used a jukebox, yeah, that and was he amazing. also. Well, the other one was that yeah. he's never taken a picture with a camera. Yeah, That's, that blew my mind, <laughs> and he and was just, so
1: casual about it. And but, you're but, but, him.
2: but we both like. go, I can't believe that. But that'll happen to us on the set. Mm. I literally, when we're making Curb Your Enthusiasm, laugh from morning until night.
1: I mean, it, it, all day
2: and we're taking like, our work seriously Yeah, but you laugh because it's just you're having fun it's funny and it lends itself to.
1: and then how much of the stuff when you uh, I mean how much do you laugh during taping versus Not at off all. taping zero
2: zero during taping so it's all off I should say zero I laugh Larry loses his you know he loses control quite often I almost never yeah mm-hmm. but I have
0: yeah sure you know and the thing that I love about uh, that, that whole show I mean so many things, but it it, it, it seems like you watch and You think, oh, le, le, no one can be like that. No one could be like Larry uh, was in that show. Right, and then you see him in a casual interview, you're like, oh, wait, no, that's him. That's him.
2: It is, but it isn't. It's him. With the this show, up or? no, no, with 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 the ID ruling. Mm, okay, you know, where you know in real life you turn down the ID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I think since the show, he's turned up his ID <laughs> because he sees he can get away with it, but. In general, that's what it is. It's like, oh, I'm thinking this. Well, let me talk about it and let me do it in the show where I wouldn't do it in real life.
1: Like would he, an example, like in the show when he like bumped into Michael J. Fox in the last season and like, and then was like, was that was that the Parkinson's? You know, like something like that. Would he do that in real life?
2: Yes. This <laughs> my voice for cracking. Yes, but it would take hours of him thinking about doing it first. For sure. Like he wouldn't just do it. Right. He's a Parkinson's. But yeah. he would have called me and go, you think I should ask him about the – you know I mean? Right. Like okay, yeah. So, uh, so he's very. It's, car- pa- he- it's possible. I'm not saying he would. Yeah. It's possible. But in general, like on the show, he just does it. You know, and if someone's irritating him, it's just uh, – but I've become more that way. I'm yeah. very – You know, throw it out there type thing.
1: Was it really every, I mean, how much of a base um, script would you guys even go in with before?
2: Oh, no, there's a, see, that's the thing that I always want to make clear. Yeah. There's a solid seven-page outline story scene by scene. Heavily beat it out. Not beat it out. Paragraphs. The story. No beats. Beats are nowhere, nowhere near. So it's not like a beat sheet. It's really the story of the show. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, fill in the dialogue, what have you. But it's really well written and, th- and thought out.
0: Yeah, because you got to, I mean, it, it, uh, I just got a part in this new uh, Christopher Guest movie coming out. Mm-hmm. And they sent me a script. And I thought it was like an all improvised movie. But you see it and you're like, oh, wait, no. they He writes they a full script out. and yeah. that
2: includes improv.
0: Yes, and, uh, it, well, that's great, by the way.
2: Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Uh, yeah. I, yeah I, what are you I, playing I, again? I, I play a guy in a worm costume. So life is going good. What if I
2: told you? <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're in a worm costume. With Fred Willard in the scene. Yeah. So. Oh, Fred Willard, who's my pal. Start of dealing group. with idiots. Dealing with idiots. I was in Wally with him. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Um, he's uh, one of the great ones. Oh, you're working with Fred Willard. What yeah. should Brad? Done. Yeah,
1: good night, nurse. As you yeah,
2: say. Good night, nurse. Big time. That's great.
0: <laughs> now, uh, you've obviously improv with Fred before, yet yeah. Do you have any tips? Uh, any any things that I should be aware
2: of? No. If you're a nice guy and you're and you're good, you're fine. Great. Right. If you know, he's just such a nice man that I think even if you're bad and you're a bad guy, he'd still be nice. Yeah, he's well, such a. He's so kind and so funny. Mm-hmm. There's a line he said in the, this movie I made called "Dealing with Idiots." It's such a great film. What? Thank you, man. Yeah, it's. it's great, I, he said yeah. he like they were talking about there's too many wheelchair, you know, handicapped spaces. Yeah. And then he said, "Well, let, this, this is like little league baseball," and he says, "Well, how can we get? How can we <laughs> encourage more handicapped people to come to the games?" Yeah. <laughs> that was his. Was that thinking. an improv? That was completely improvised. And then he, he said, and then,
1: "Yeah." And then what do he say when the when the um, uh uh what, was, what was the actress that's uh, who was asking everybody to like she immediately asked you to Give donate money. some because your kid's yeah. eating a lot of yeah, the food yeah yeah yeah, yeah what's yeah, her, yeah. what's actually
2: his name uh, jamie gertz
1: yeah and uh and and she, and, and fred's like my, my attorneys advised me not to say anything right now <laughs> yeah. he's like but go ahead and put me down for whatever you think's good and put a little star next to it just to make it <laughs> seem like i you know i was in favor of doing this or whatever you know. Oh, no, he's tremendous uh when did um uh you meet fred was that back in chicago second city
2: days I don't remember, okay. but it was a great moment. <laughs> no! You know where I met Fred was doing a talk show one time. Cool. And then Hang doing out. another talk show. And We've been on talk shows together a few times. No, I love the guy. I can't. Uh, he's one of my heroes.
1: Uh, that movie, as I raved to you uh, in the hallway of the comedy store, uh, which we'll segue into because that also has a special reason for why we're here. <laughs> um, but... Uh, was so movies like that that I mean I first of all couldn't tell that it was improvised because it seemed so. Which movie? Dealing with idiots. Oh, Dealing yeah. with idiots, uh huh? Um, I've watched it four times already.
2: Really? Yeah, man. Wow. I showed thank it to you. my
1: mom when she came down to visit and helped me move into my new apartment. My
2: favorite scene in that movie.
1: The Odenkirk scene. Odenkirk scene yeah. in, in uh-huh. the
2: in the print shop. It,
1: it's maybe the... one of the greatest monologues, and I'll go on record saying this in movie history. Yeah, it's
2: pretty. And really then when to you us. told me
1: that he improvised,
2: impro- <laughs> what was the impro- thing impro- that um, the goulash? I yeah. put the can of goulash. In between, it was a there was a a a store like a little old lady owned this little (laughs) grocery store, and I bought goulash. She had goulash on the counter. I bought it, so I went over. to sells
1: goulash anymore, by the way. uh, Can you get get me? Smart uh, person. uh, Thank you. An intelligent Um, person. So uh, um,
2: I just asked for water. If if people are listening, and they're like, "Get me what? Do you guys want water?" Yes, please. Yes,
1: please. Thank you. Green waters make
2: them fresh and delicious. And if there's any goulash (laughs) laying around, but anyway, I bought. So I go and I put it on the counter. We're in like a print shop, and I go care what you do use this <laughs> mm-hmm. but even you know, then, bob's one of my oldest and best friends and i knew that he would do something he goes okay there was no like like most people go what do i do with that like he didn't have he that said, thought okay. and, yeah
0: and and just rattles off a hilarious model how often yeah.
1: would you yeah i mean that's uh so many layers to what he began to speak about in that yeah, scene oh you know,
2: it's unbelievable uh, and it's all based on me just saying how hard was that I'm, not
1: to laugh though i mean because you're
2: truth is it's it's just you just do it you just get in the do you scene you lock I'm in, in when you feel someone in the but zone but I did when I was playing this guy a comedian it was similar to me mm. the way you do it is like he just does what he does and you're there but the only thing I had to remember was who I was why I was there and so I'm listening but you have to remember that what I'm doing as a director w- observing this is the same thing i'm doing as the actor yeah. which is i have to hold in my laughter as the director to not disturb things mm-hmm. and in character because i want this guy to continue mm-hmm. you know what i mean if i yeah. laugh at him he'll say why are you laughing at me I mean, so it sort yeah, of ruins it yeah. if i God. do yeah. yeah cuts it up so so and you by the way the shots of me in that scene i don't know how many two shots there were but the singles of me because i used two cameras at all times was literally while he was telling the story so it's not me cheating which you can do <laughs> sure. where you just shoot me standing there dump sort of like blank face with no one talking <laughs> right but no it was done at the same time well
0: because you want to get the authentic reaction <laughs> well you do
2: yeah Whatever and so is. it's well there's that subtext of me watching and, and the audience is thinking he wants to die laughing. Now he thinks he's nuts. <laughs> the name of the movie's Dealing with Idiots. Yeah. It's about my character dealing with idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is the amount of improv in that movie and, and how much you know you guys do in Curb and, and also like in your stand up like Yeah, my it, I
2: improvise from an outline, yeah. Right? Is. Every time. And you've Every always time. done that. It's insane. I don't know, sometimes maybe. I don't even have an outline. I just say, what should I talk about?
1: Sometimes you just grill a comedian about asking you to do his podcast.
2: <laughs> well, I've done that. Oh, I did that <laughs> from the so stage one night, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let
1: me, yeah. I want to briefly just preface for our audience. That I think this is might be two, over a year and a half in the making. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine because it takes time. You're very busy. And also it's just you know um trying to find the time when it takes time to out. find yeah and um but uh your very sweet wife marla who i've known for a while from uh um auditions uh i think i asked her when we were all at a paul Feig party and uh, and she was like and i was like do you think and she was like, "Yeah, you join me to, you know?" ask now, I was like, "No, I don't want to do it now at the party. I don't want to like burden him with that. I'd rather have some conversation about something fun and not business related." And then I was like, "I'll send you an email. Maybe you can pass that along to him and get the at least the conversation rolling." And then that started, and then we started an email exchange, and then it was locking in some dates, and then we had to shift some things, and then I think, and then I brought you up, the, up at the comedy store one night. And this is now after, and you know, I'm very <laughs> persistent because there's a balance definitely that you have to figure out between being. um Annoying and being.
2: This is why I don't proactive. Do my podca- this is why I don't do my podcast anymore. Why? Because it hard. You, know why? you were bugging your friends. I was bugging people I know. I was doing. <laughs> it's, it's a pain in the ass. It is a pain. And in then the I ass. thought about having a booker, but then I thought I don't want to deal with a booker. It's because you have a really relationships personal. with them. Yeah, yeah and so personal. everyone who did my show um, was somebody I respected and know. You know, and if not friends with, and so they
1: all probably had no problem or didn't even think twice about saying yes, though, right?
2: For the, but nobody jumps into a podcast. <laughs> you know, if you have a talk show on NBC, people are more apt to go, yeah, no,
3: yeah. But maybe podcast, I should have said it was Katie Couric a podcast from the get go. Is yeah. like
2: saying, hey, will you um, will you drive your car? But. <laughs> through a bumpy road and, <laughs> and a forest. And then, and then drop like, me off at the airport. And then drop me <laughs> off at the airport. No, no, don't, it's not that far, but it's almost like it's very, it's very like, yeah, I guess I'd ride on a bumpy road <laughs> and a, for us, whose car is, is this? he now? talking about our podcast, Wherein Brad? A, I can't tell. No, but, but you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what I always like. I remember I met Lily Tom. Here's the thing that was happening too. I'd meet people who I adore and 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 look up to, like Lily Tomlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was so nice, and she knew who I was. And I fucking ask her to do my podcast. It's uncomfortable. She says, yes, I'll definitely do it. But then once I started contacting her and stuff, it became awkward. Yeah. Right. She was very nice. And she said no in the nicest way after a few (laughs) exchanges. Like she said no because of a reason, but she didn't leave the door open Uh, like ask me again or I'm sorry. Like
1: you did for us you yeah. said right not right now maybe this time right, cause, Ch- check by back the way, in
2: i will i will and have said I, I i especially i mean this past few years especially no comes very easy to me yeah <laughs> no it really does i say no i say no to I, I say no to interviews and like like the newspaper magazine TV talk shows. All the time, I just huh? turned down yeah. a big national one recently because wow. I didn't want to do it. I didn't like the circumstances. Well, yeah. I mean, it, so, it,
0: it, it's a it's almost a relieving point in your career because when you start off, you ha- you have to say yes to everything because you're not on you it. You
2: really well. The the reason that you have to say yes that mm-hmm. no one really knows is just to have the experience. Yeah. Because when you're experienced, that's everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's every. Because then you know how to navigate through some of the every but you know everything but but it's like you have to do a dozen bad sitcoms before you can go, all right, and none of that, none of right. that anymore. And I'm not talking about being a regular on a dozen bad sitcoms, Yeah. But I'm like, guesting, you have to say yes to all these things. So that way, down the road, you've been on the set, you know what it's like, you know how certain directors are, you know w- the way it works. Yeah. And have, it's like going to class, like this is going to class. Yeah. And no one's going to hold it against you when you do a shitty sitcom and you're 24 years old. No, because you would you, I mean, Leonardo work. DiCaprio was on- uh, Growing, Pains. Was, Growing Pains. Growing yeah. Pains. Come on. If you're going to hold something against somebody. <laughs> shots
1: you know, fired, Leo. Yeah,
2: no, but no. I, yeah, I, 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 of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired. You were making a joke. <laughs> yeah. and I, I, At that point, I did something rare, which is taking myself seriously. <laughs> See, when you get me pontificating, it becomes dangerous.
1: <laughs> well, let me just say, so so at the store that night then, I think we would had maybe about probably 15 to 16 email exchanges and four or five dates that, that uh, were locked in and then changed. And then I bring you up, and when I hear that uh, it was you, I was like... Part of me got nervous because I was like, I hadn't seen you since you said check in. Uh, I remember talking with Brad about this. He said check in in a couple months, and then I checked in, and then two weeks had gone by, and I hadn't heard anything. So in my head, I was like, and in my head also, I had thought, all right, you know what? Enough is enough. Like die you know. And uh, and I Give just uh, wave, wave yeah. the white garland flag. Yeah, and I was just like, you know what? And then I brought you up, so then I was like, okay, well, this is gonna be at least maybe I can look him in the eye one last time and be like, sorry for bugging the shit out of you, man. And then you get up there and you go, Adam Ray has a podcast. And then you <laughs> went into this five-minute rant about how... Uh, you go. I think it, it was even longer than it, that. It was even longer. You go, does anybody listen to Adam Ray's podcast? And a handful of people clap and you go, eh, that's what I thought. And you go, I'll do it someday. He's been bugging me for maybe about two years. And he goes, every day. He goes, "I probably, um, I'll probably do it. He goes, uh, maybe I won't. He goes. Was Adam funny? People gonna clap, and then you go, Yeah, yeah. He might make it. I should do it. He probably won't. It's you know, yeah. great laugh. Yeah, and you then know. you go, It's tough to make it. You go,
2: He's good looking. He does. You know, he'll he'll be fine. He goes. I have to be funny to. Uh, right. You know. Well, you know the thing is that's how you improvise. By the way, you just say what pops in your head. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm editing. So am I. Th- so I am literally thinking. I'm literally thinking, not trying as a joke. Right. Is he going to make it someday? Uh, I don't know. Maybe he can. <laughs> yeah, 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 he's got a, he's a good-looking kid. And then And that was getting the, left. And yeah. even the thing uh, the one thing I probably did say is a joke that I should do it cuz you might be famous. What do I give a shit? Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be with you guys, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's like you can't have. It's like being nice to assistants because they might be somebody yeah, someday. Be a, that's bullshit. Be, be, just be yeah. nice to just assistants. Be nice to them, yeah. yeah.
0: Because nice that's because that's what you do. You yeah, that's
2: because that's what you do. You, you, you just but, but lo and behold, the number of people say, oh, "I'm always nice to assistants. You just never know." Well, now I know with you. Yeah. You need to be motivated to be nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, I've always respected the fact that you that you go on stage and you do. Uh, what many people believe to be one of the hardest things in the world and you just completely improvise. With no it. script. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw you perform, it was at Bob Saget's uh, Scleroderma. Uh, oh yeah,
2: journey. I saw you there. Yeah. With a really beautiful girl. Oh Thank yeah. You. Thank is, you, <laughs> is that your girlfriend? Yes. Uh, Look at you in your bikini. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? And I, that was a non sequitur by the way, it's not referring to you or her in a bikini. <laughs> Thank but you. But she was beautiful, man. Thank you. And, yeah.
0: uh, and, and in, in that room, in, in that room was heads of studios, Jimmy Kimmel, like, yeah. Like all, all these,
2: all Don Rickles. These,
0: Don Rickles is in the room, yeah. and all, all these uh, people in the in the industry. Stamos, yes, yeah, st- Stamos, and you're and you're going on after Jim Gaffigan, who just killed oh, with Jesus. like just every line gets a lead, and you're like, I'm just going to improvise it, and just the 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 stones that that takes, uh, like, like knowing that John Mayer's going on. Right after Would you, you do me
2: a favor and please mention to your listeners that I did great? You
0: did. Yes. <laughs> no, I know, you but you're did.
2: just you're talking about the guts it yeah. took. But please, talk about the finished product, please, man. Please <laughs> mention that I did great. Jim Gavkin kills before you. John yeah. Mayer kills after. Stamos you. is there. Stamos, is. he saw it. Yes. Yeah. I was grandfathered. <laughs> Uh, no, but and and you did well that night. And Jack Black uh, texted me during that. Told no me way. Told me I'm how great I am because <laughs> he was leaving and he knew that he wouldn't see me. That's phenomenal. He's the sweetest guy in the world. Is but, he? Yeah. I mean, we
1: met him actually. We did the uh, Kevin and Bean April Foolishness show this past year at the Shrine.
2: And he was there. And we were
1: all on the show together. And uh, yeah. him and Kyle and you know they were just the sweetest guys ever. Have you known him for a while as well?
2: Who? Uh, Jack Black. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Years and years and years and years. He's he's one of my favorite people. I do a I do a Benefit show with him at Largo every year. Awesome with uh, uh, Tenacious D with Kyle and he. The best uh, Christmas time. You
1: knew them before they were Tenacious D. I
2: knew them well. The first time I saw Jack, he wa- was on screen in um and um I forgot the name of the movie. It was uh a, 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 about a political guy and Jack played a crazy guy who followed him. And then I was like, Who the hell is this guy? But Jack and I, it was me and I can tell you this. I was just telling somebody the story the other night. Yeah. We performed together many times on the same, he and I, and and me and Tenacious Mm Dean, on a bill in front of 10 people. And uh, yeah, we were, Jack and I reminisce about it all the time. It's just nuts. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that you know. So no one knew who the hell we were. That's so cr- there, you, there must be so
1: many. I mean, pe- I mean, you hear when people come up in classes of um, right, yeah, that there's probably a handful yeah. of.
0: And I bet you were nice to Jack Black because you never know. He 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 could have been someone successful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was very nice to Jack. I I love God Jack. That one paid yeah. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't help it. You know. Yeah, you know. Look, I'm not saying I'm always nice. You know, people who are assholes really think. They're not assholes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they think that they're great. And they're, you know, uh, so I just want to be humble with my humbleness. (laughs) I did hear a story.
0: (laughs) I I did hear a story about you one time where you said you went to a movie theater and you watched a movie for about five minutes and then stood up in the middle of the theater and just went, nope, and then then, then just walked out of the theater. (laughs)
3: I
2: think you told
1: that on the Kevin and Bean show. Oh, that's,
2: that's, yes, I did do that. I don't remember what movie it was. film? I walk out of movies all the time.
1: Do you really? Oh, my God. Let's talk about this because I've walked out of a couple
2: in my day. Well, here's the way to, here's the way. Okay. I can't do it anymore because of who I am. Sure. Right. Here's what I mean by that. Yeah. When I, no one knew who I was, Mm -hmm. I'd watch 10 minutes of a movie. It was terrible. All you got to do is ask for the manager, say you're sick. And they give you a pass to come back for another movie any other time, because my attitude was has always been, you got and it's now when I even can't get the pass, you got my money, you ain't gonna get my time, huh? Hey, there, you won. You don't yeah. care about my money. Yeah. You don't care whether I dig the movie. No. no. I mean, so, the, 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 the you got what the box you wanted.
0: <laughs> numbers. Yeah, the box office numbers don't say it, it made $17 million and
1: 100,000 people walked out.
2: Yeah. Like, no, it, By the insane. way, yeah, that would be, that's hysterical. <laughs> I never thought of that.
1: Yeah, I just took my twin six-year-old nieces in Seattle to Annie the Musical because I was like, I want to get them started. Oh, like, Annie
2: the movie thing? It, no, the musical. Oh, live, you yeah,
1: mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, the Broadway, uh, it was at the uh, Paramount Theater in Seattle, uh-huh. and they hadn't seen a big musical yet, and they had just seen the new Annie, uh-huh. and their first critique was, we like brown Annie better, and then uh, they got tired, and in intermission, they're both laying down on me, and one of them goes, the singing's making me sleepy, and I was like, you know what, that's a fair and honest critique, because it is a little slow, and- uh, So it
2: wasn't a good production. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, and man. I'm a big fan
1: of musicals. And I was hopefully trying to instill that. Uh, Who doesn't love a good brown Annie? <laughs> I mean, brown the, Annie.
0: I mean, that sounds like
1: something you order off a menu.
3: Like,
0: oh, I'll like a brown Annie. Well,
2: a well, brown Annie would be like uh, 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 a <laughs> you know, like peach cobbler with chocolate ice cream. <laughs> right? Doesn't that sound like that's what it would be?
0: Only oh, a Marie Callender. Brown Annie. Oh, my God. For, um, for lunch, I had a Reuben. And then
2: they have the best brown Annie. <laughs> My sister-in-law makes this apple dessert, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's just some sort of apple dessert. There's no specific – but I make everybody refer to it as Apple Brown Betty. So I'll have them. When my sister-in-law is serving, I'll have my, my kids. I go, her you want a piece of Apple Brown Betty, and they'll do it <laughs> just because I love Apple – you know, yeah. saying Apple Brown Betty, which is a Rolls weird – off the tongue. But yeah. that's the same thing as, as a Brown, brown Annie. Annie, yeah. yeah. It's a it's a pair of pe- it's peach cobbler with chocolate ice cream,
1: maybe a couple of graham crackers stuck yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I, a, it
2: does sound like a dessert. That's yeah. funny as shit.
0: I would love it if they if they announced uh, it made twenty eight million dollars and then how, how many, many people, people walked, out?
2: walked out of the movie? Oh, but, but 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 I love when when they'll say here's why the movie didn't work, and and you go, did anyone take into account that it's a shitty movie? Yeah. With people you don't want to see? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) And you know what? And you're right. Uh, When you you say you got my money, you're not getting my time because – we only have so much of that, so right. why? 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 That's why better? I say
2: no to podcasts.
0: <laughs> sure. Yes. What,
2: what, but what I'm what actually I know I said that, mm-hmm. but I'm really enjoying myself. Thank, Thank you so much. Sir. All right, you this guys are a, b- you, you guys are excellent. Thank you. This all is right, a, so. this is
1: a big deal. I mean, you know what? Also, too, is like big
2: a, deal. You just in, just interviewed Howie Mandel. How is that a big? I'm a big deal,
1: Jeff. You're a big deal. And Kerb is my favorite show of all time in uh-huh. Planet Earth.
2: Thank you. When you're on Mars, what do you dig? <laughs> No one ever added Planet Earth Designing before. Women? Designing Women. <laughs> <laughs> huge on Mars. <laughs> Hasselhoff, huge in Germany. Huge. Mars is the n- designing woman. No. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Yes. They, yes.
0: They, yes. They absolutely love it. I mean, they-, they, they Designing used, Women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just the idea that that show existed. <laughs>
0: so, if, if, if you were in a- Movie theater, and they started off with an episode of designing women. Would that would, would, would that be a similar situation where you would just be nope? And then well, I'll and tell you out? what happened
2: last night. I went to oh, see boy. ACDC. Holy oh, shit, Dodger, Dodger, Dodger Stadium! Dodger Stadium! Dodger Stadium! Favorite band of all time. Love them. And by the way, never not great. I'm yeah. just letting you know that. On an album, well, they've had some albums that were okay, but the majority of their work, pure, simple, straight S- ahead power chords, yeah. fantastic.
0: I hate people that critique them. Like, well, all the songs no. sound the same. Like, no, yeah, and all the sounds fucking rule. Like, they, they're, they're, they're just great. Great. Did they're they bring, great.
2: Did they bring it? Oh, they were fantastic. Yeah, yeah but they had an opening live. band. No, they're awesome. They had an opening band. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't like slamming. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say their name. You can research it if someone wants to take the time to go. Who opened for ACDC? <laughs> but they were a bit pretentious, mm-hmm. and they. I didn't think they they had good songs, and they played for 45 minutes at a huge at an ACDC volume because yeah. it was set for that, and so by the time I forgot to bring my earplugs, so I could only handle. Even though I love them yeah. about an hour of ACDC. I had to leave a good half hour, 45 wow. minutes early. Well I could my ears were they yeah. were hurting. Yeah. And um can but you, they were
0: great. You did you at least see a uh, Whole Lot of Rosie where they I left before well, Whole, whole Lot of
2: Rosie. That was like I saw the running order. That was like two or three songs but I stayed. So you left order. about seventh
1: inning stretch time, pretty much.
2: I would actually say even sixth inning. Yeah. <laughs> there was no stretching. <laughs> Um, but it was, I love ACDC. And, um, are you
1: a big live concert guy in general?
2: No, because people are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> here's why. Good. For example, as much as my ears were ringing, the woman standing and dancing in front of me, cigarette the whole time, Ugh. swinging it around. And you don't want to be like, can you please put that out? You know, you don't I, I don't want to. Here's yeah. the thing. Yes, I have every right to say that yep. to her. On the flip side, eh, We'll be dead in it's, five just, years. it's just like that I don't want to have that conversation <laughs> yeah. sure it's, it's I'm it's in like the bath I'm, I'm running time. to the bathroom right before the show the shows about to start mm-hmm. and some guy literally is walking out of the bath walking out of the bathroom and he says these words um uh AC/DC's about to go on don't have time to wash my hands that's rock and roll people <laughs> I didn't know that rock and roll was actually bad hygiene. I,
0: apparently, apparently. And he was
2: a really fat, disgusting man. I don't know who he was touching, <laughs> or what hands he was shaking, but it was really—it was nauseating. He, why did he have and to I announce did, it? And all I thought to myself was, "I'm a gentleman of the world. <laughs> I think I'm retiring from outdoor concerts. I think that, was that it. yeah, I think that I might. I, I saw the. You don't know how many pee handshakes
1: you're involving yourself with, by the way.
2: I really don't because people shake my hand a lot. You got to go with
1: the fist bump like Howie and Harlan Williams. They go with the bump.
2: Well, Howie? I thought he doesn't even – he bumps? He bumps. Oh, I don't bump. bump. I I don't even – I shake hands. Yeah. It's it's, It's a strong move. And I'm a big hand washer. Whenever I have an opportunity, I wash my hands. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there you go.
0: (laughs) So – Apparently, to be rock and roll is to have horrible hygiene. Yeah. and that is, so, But anyhow, those... I'm not, I'm not wearing deodorant because Third Eye Blind's <laughs> <laughs> about to take the stage.
2: <laughs> Let me... Yeah, yeah, Third Eye Blind. <laughs> but, by the way, I'm sure there's big fans of Third Eye Blind. Absolutely. Um, but... But the thing is, I love that was my it. First concert. I actually, ACDC, mm-hmm. I used to be a security guard at rock concerts when I was a what? teenager in early 20s oh, at the Hollywood Sportatorium in Hollywood, Florida. Okay. Out. That's where you grew up, yeah? Yeah. After Chicago, then Florida, and then back to Chicago. Gotcha. And um, I worked security, and I worked security. I, I mean, you know, I was in the barricade, you know, the front of the yeah. stage. That's where you always wanted to be. That was the best spot. Of course. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I was in the barricade and uh, ACDC's Back in Black tour. Oh, God. Yes. that's prime so that was like wow i mean i would have loved to have seen angus uh, i mean not Angus young um, what's his name would die to drugs um Uh, not brian johnson bon scott yeah bon scott Scott. i would have loved to see him because you know they don't do it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll Mm -hmm. uh brian brian johnson won't do that in reference to yeah yeah. and i love that's my favorite acdc song with with the bagpipes i I got goosebumps i love that song Mm -hmm. so anyhow no kidding around, you know Brian Johnson back then. So that we're talking about, okay, thirty years ago. So he was, well, fuck, he was thirty-eight years old. Yeah, wow. He's sixty-eight. So that's was around. Was that thirty years ago? Yeah, because I'm fifty-three. No, it was older. Or younger. He was actually younger than that. It was probably like thirty-four years ago. So he's like thirty-four years old. So he's much more energetic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's slapping people five songs. <laughs> he ran his hand across my face, mm-hmm. slapped me, and scratched me. And I had, like, blood. Get and, out. and he looked at me, and then he, like, rubbed my head like, you're a good lad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met him. That's rock and roll. And then yeah. the last yeah, time ACDC came, I got tickets through a friend of, um, uh, of uh, Brian Johnson, okay? Yeah. A famous friend, yeah. an, an actor. So uh, after the show, I'm in the hallway, and uh, he introduced – he said – are you the funny guy? The other way he, that's why he talks. Are you the funny guy? Yeah. He could, could. But whatever, I go, how would you know? Him? He goes, I had a feeling you're the funny guy. <laughs> and then he proceeded to make like the goofiest faces at me, <laughs> like that's comedy. He goes, Malcolm says you're a funny, funny guy. It's Malcolm McDowell. Oh, okay. Mal- Malcolm says you're a funny, funny guy. I, I hope you like the show. <laughs> I did. All oh, right, good.
0: He's was one of those guys where you think like, oh man, he must be straining his throat like crazy to sing that way, and then like you said, you 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 hear him talking like, wow, oh, Jeff
2: Carley, and by the way, and his voice is like exact singing voice is the same. It's the same thing. But 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 what <laughs> okay. a, what a there was so he was such a kind gentleman. He was yeah. a good man, and that was really that was neat, you know. And, and uh,
0: being a security guard, that that's probably another reason why you're. Kind of like ah, maybe not concerts so much because you like you saw you've the seen worst. the worst. of
2: the I worst. saw I saw Queen. Queen was my first one in '77, oh, God, and I've seen Queen. everybody. What? The only band that I never saw that I would have loved to have seen is Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. they're the only one, yeah. and they were still doing their last tour. Their last tour was within my. I coulda. I didn't. Oh. Wasn't working then, mm-hmm. um, because in through the outdoor came out. You know, when I was a senior, so yeah. earlier on there was you know some Led Zeppelin action. But other than that, I've seen pretty much everybody. Jesus, I mean, I've seen uh, how many people tried to fight you, like <laughs> oh, uh, lots of people. Yeah, yeah you just know, like every night people trying I've to I've gotten to- of some fights, you know, like and that. and I had my big black flashlight, the uh, mag light, yeah, the one that's like a baseball bat, Love you it. know, hanging from the side. Yeah, yeah. Because um, people but, trying
1: to crawl up on the stage, or or is-
2: different things. Tom Petty, I remember uh, Tom Petty, I did security for. This is a hundred years ago, um, and my job was to stand on the side of the stage, mm-hmm. and when girls ran onto the, got onto the stage, yeah. to run and grab them and pull them off the stage.
0: And that was your exact job. Like, that was like, my job, and it happened three
2: happen. times during wow. the show. Yeah. Wow. Yes, but I stood there. I mean, and now we're where I'm at. I've I've been backstage in front of the stage. I've been everywhere. So for for me, right now, as a man who doesn't who and i say he's a man i mean you know my kids go to lots of concerts and, like i get asked Do you want to go to Coachella i'm like there's n- you yeah. can pay me <laughs> i just did my first rock concert in terms of performing they had a comedy uh a room or thing um it was uh, Bo- not Bonnaroo, what rue what was it Caboo. Caboo. oh in, Ooh, in, in Diego. Avenue. in at dalma avenue <laughs> and i i uh, uh I, I said that this is my uh First and last. I'm retiring on this. No, oh. <laughs>
1: Wait, but didn't you, my uh, good buddy Matt Edgar. Who oh, I Matt, open for me. When you guys did Guster, right? Like, yeah, we did, went
2: on tour with Guster. One yeah. of my favorite bands. Oh, they're great. Oh, they're... And uh, yeah, it was Guster and Garland. As a matter of fact, that's a, when we that's performed at Caboo, he wore a Guster and Garland t-shirt. So that was cool. made me very happy. So cool. Um,
1: now, did, um, what by would By the you... way,
2: I want your listeners to know, they don't know me. Yeah. My point about all this whole concert thing, I've seen there, been there, done that. I'm not impressed with myself, and I've not lost my lust for life. Sure. Like, I still love music. In an ideal world, I would watch, uh, you know, Bruce Springsteen, and the people around me would act like civilized people yeah, right. and be thoughtful and respectful of others yeah. and stand up when necessary and sit when necessary. Yeah, sure. But that's not how it is. No, never. So when I say I'm done... I'm done.
3: Yeah. yeah. And, and no more. And you
0: know what? I I totally get it because it's the same reason why when shows are, like, I like to be very private as much as I can right. at shows because I know as a tiny guy, people get drunk at concerts and then they just kind of look around going,
2: oh, I, bet, I bet we could throw him. Yeah.
1: And,
0: and
2: Have you been thrown? <laughs> oh, it's happened. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Shut your grandma's balls. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. No, keep so them open. I want to hear the story. Someone will look at you <laughs> yeah. and say, "I bet we could throw him."
0: Yeah, uh, I was at a show for a band called Pennywise, and they—they uh-huh. uh, they, 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 some guys just saw me and was like, "Ah, it'd be fun to throw him."
2: By the way, in my opinion, and I'm being totally serious, yeah, that's assault.
0: It is. Oh, it absolutely out is.
2: Out and out assault. So that uh, is so yeah. wrong. Yeah, and so. Hurtful. I'm. You understand? I hear certain. You know, I hear stories that break your heart. Yeah, yeah. that really devastates me. Yeah, I was I'm not there. recovering from this. <laughs> you, you think that I won't be driving in my car? Yes, it's a Tesla. You think I won't be driving in my car, thinking to myself, about "What could that I have story. done?
1: Why <laughs> wasn't I there?"
2: Well, no. I, <laughs> I wish I was that's a well, Jewish because sure. a fight would have broke out I would have went get the fuck away from him. Yeah. and I would have turned to you stand on my chair and watch the show yeah. and I would just get involved with the thing I that like is it. so dispiriting and wrong and you would
1: have helped him in that fight because you would have been like someday no, no, that no, little no, guy no. would I be somebody
2: have, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. what I would have done was I would oh, have nice cleared him out, yeah, and right, and then done the fighting. I'm, I I wouldn't have included him in the fight. I would have left him. He would have there been. Now, what about. would
1: you do? Um, and this is a real question. And, and Brad, I know you can speak to this because I you probably have been a part of these groups. Sure. If a let's say five to ten dwarves rushed the stage, a la Tom Petty style with those girls, yeah. what would be your plan of
2: action? First off, five to ten people don't rush the stage <laughs> as a group. Where they, what are they trying to accomplish? They want to tackle him? Like I'm saying, five to ten? What if
1: these dwarves had an agenda?
2: They want to kidnap Petty. They would be petty. the weirdest we group really of do. dwarves. <laughs> Here's my honest opinion. what my agenda What'd would be? You say? We don't like Petty? <laughs> First off, I love to use the word dwarves. What, what should I use?
0: Uh, dwarf, little person. Little, uh, yeah. little
2: person? Well, because to me. Little person's stupid, too. Yeah, I don't it
0: like it. I'm
2: one of the weird guys. You're just a guy. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I'm one of the weird guys where I actually don't mind the word midget. How about about this little little guy? He's a little guy. There you go.
2: Yeah, he's a little guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. If, if four or five little it's, guys are
2: it's wrestling. It's not a position where there's a lot of names that have dignity with that, yeah. you know? It, 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 like mine, I get called it. America's top Coxman. <laughs> when people see me, they go, America's top cocksman! And you know, I have trouble with that. I think that's a little insulting. Like, hey,
1: I'm, everyone has their I'm, cross to
2: bear. I'm,
0: de- I'm definitely more than just a big cock. And, <laughs> and, and, and I like to say that, people, and it's funny because I say the same thing.
2: Coxman <laughs> means you know how to use it. Yeah. Okay. I made that, I mean, I have heard that term. Before and I have no idea what it, you know really means, but anyhow, uh, well, here's what I would do. Here's yeah. my agenda. Yeah. If ten little guys and gals were running, I yeah, think that goes. It's, it's a, a girl. It's not a little girl. No. Right. Little gal. Yep. And little little guys and gals were on the stage. I'd move and probably leave the arena because that would be so weird that something. You don't want to be around
1: for the aftermath.
2: I don't want to be around for the aftermath. I want to be the. I want to, the, I want to get the fuck out of there and I'd leave. I'd quit my job. I don't care. <laughs> Because well, that's insane. And yeah, that, what and does it mean? By the way, sense. 10 people yeah. rushing like that who yeah. are who are giants. Yeah, <laughs> I'm running the other yeah, way. You're right. It doesn't yeah. matter size how, what doesn't size. It doesn't matter then. Normal. That five, five, everyone 5'10". <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm leaving. See ya. Good night, yeah. nurse. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That makes a ton of sense because that night when uh, the two guys did pick me up and throw me, uh, right okay. after that happened, a bunch of people left the arena because they thought like, well, you know what? Whatever Pennywise does on stage is not going to be better than a dwarf flying through the air. It, Seriously? It, 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 it's peaked, <laughs> so we're what, is
2: that, what does that feel like? Is that horrifying?
0: Uh, yeah, because I'm like, I don't know
2: I don't know where, where I'm going to land. <laughs> uh, Have you ever, like, did they miss somebody or anything? Well,
0: thank, thankfully they threw me, like, on top of a group, and then I immediately started crowd surfing. So that, so, it, so it at that point, kind of you
2: don't, you sort out. of went, all right, I'm going to go with it. What can I do? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a good egg. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call little, little people from now on.
1: Good egg. He's a good egg. Do you know Michael, uh, Michael McDonald from Mad TV? And yeah. uh, he was in the heat. and Yeah, uh, I know Michael McDonald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, He's a funny dude. Great. Yeah. And when he did the podcast, he nicknamed Brad um, Packet. Yeah. He said, you're my little packet, my little condiment packet.
0: And you know what? I would take packet over dwarf, yeah. over, over little person.
2: I'm going to start calling seriously. I've just thought of that. Yeah. Every person, a male person like you, a coxman. <laughs> he's I'm a I'm full support of that. Yeah, he's a coxman. Uh, yes. What does that mean? Yeah, no, uh, he's, a yeah. he's a coxman. Yeah, coxman. Yeah, yeah, you'll know when you see him. <laughs> he's a coxman. You'll understand completely, and that's where I'm gonna go with it. Yes. So now, all little—I don't care where I am. Yeah. What's quote a little person <laughs> right. will now be known as a coxman, including the ladies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, the sa- and the same explanation—you'll yeah. know when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> you know when
2: you see it, they're coxmen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're,
1: you, we're, how, what was uh, Hebrew school like? I would like to share. Fun- if you, what Were you had, mean had funny in I Hebrew had, school? Had,
2: Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know one thing because others have told me this. Friends of mine from back then have said I would run into their class oh. and shut the door because I was being chased by the principal or somebody. And I would I, I would you know entertain their class <laughs> until I would physically get thrown out by the teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I'd run into another class. And in my class, I my teacher, my Hebrew teacher for all Hebrew school was an Israeli woman named Rachel who was a former... Soldier, yeah. as most of them are, yeah. and she would rip a, rip, whip erasers at me. <laughs> Sorry, you know. I mean, what? you
0: you seem like the kind of guy where I mean, you said you, you said you were a security guard, so I, yeah. I, obviously big, muscular dude. I was. I, then, I played
2: football and all that sort of stuff. I did yeah. sports when I was younger. Yeah, but
0: then funny as well, because normally it's always of, funny. Always, yeah. I was.
2: I've been the class clown, no exaggeration, since nursery school. What? Yes. One year what in second grade then? for like two weeks, everyone told me that this other kid, Brett Pincus, Brent Pincus, mm-hmm. was funnier than me, oh, and man. I was so upset by it. And this other kid, Wayne, they said, Wayne Dunn. I remember these names. And this was back in like second, third, fourth grade. like, And they'd have like a two-week run, and then everyone would go, no, you're the funniest again. <laughs> I swear to God. It's
0: like, uh, but the, by the, way, once... these kids come to third grade, flash in a pan. But, by the right, way, but
2: once I got like into high school, it was just, you was know, over. done. And even when I went to college, University of Miami and Broward Community College, I mm-hmm. did both of those. And I was also known as the funny person then. I'm so cute. And I left University of Miami mm-hmm. at 20 to go start doing stand up. Wow. Became a comedian. In I was Chicago. studying film. This is no. Miami. Okay. I was filming. I was studying film at University of Miami, and I, I went to the comic strip in Fort Lauderdale, and I passed auditions my first night. No and so I've been doing it since 1980. Uh, to. And even then,
1: your act was no just...
2: No, I tried writing yeah. back then. I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like my act, because remember, I've been doing this 33 years. And so it just sort of evolved into what it is. It's about to evolve into something else, by the way. You think? Oh, really? it, it's about to involve. I'm always going to improvise, but it's going it's to involve where, and I've been doing this a lot lately, where there's more stories with the improv around it. Okay. And the improvisation leads itself love with a story. So I'll have, let's say, a normal hour will be four stories.
0: Yeah. And you just kind of go along yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. But And you've reached the level of your career where people want to know your story. Like,. People want
1: to hear stories about Jeff. Yes, yes. So yes, I want yes, to hear a whole yes. chapter about that Hebrew school. Like, first of all, <laughs> what were your moves in second grade when you when you would bounce from class to class? Were you doing that? The wasn't same?
2: seventh second grade? That was actual Hebrew school. Okay,
1: so so because
2: yeah, when back in that, that's nursery school, right? That's uh, what do they call Sunday school. Sunday school, yeah, yeah. That's that's that. I I was a, definitely a, a destructive force in Sunday school, <laughs> but nothing specific like that. I'm telling you specific junior high okay. Hebrew school stories. So right, so
1: right. when you would bounce from class to class. Same bit, or would you do... No like bit, I no agenda. But were what, no what
2: were you doing when you... Went I couldn't the... tell you, I was just yeah. funny. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what I did at the comedy store last time I performed there. Yeah. I was just funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some nights I'm not so funny to the audience. By the way, if I go up and I feel funny and I know I'm funny, it's the audience's fault if I don't do well. But there are times, and this is where my heart breaks, where there are a great crowd and I suck. And that one driving home hurts me yeah and i hate that that doesn't happen very often it happens two or three times a year Mm -hmm. you
1: know now you don't ever if you feel yourself driving down that path of oh i'm not giving them
2: it's not a matter of giving them i don't have it especially when you improvise yeah i'm human and so i don't have it my favorite nights not to have it are when the audience sucks so we all suck
3: yeah
0: right
2: that's fine but when when there's a crowd and they're just you know they're fucking good and you comic can't before get before you
0: does well yeah comic after well you that does can well. A,
2: but that can also mean that they're hacks and they're just doing yep, whatever true true but you know the groove that they're that they're good they're attentive they're laughing at subtleties it's like really nice and you go up and you don't. I mean, I've seen that, you that with you. It lights out
1: when you have a crowd that's just eating out of the, uh, your, at the store. Out of it can the be amazing, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: but there's also nights, and and, and I really there's nights I'm, when you
1: choose to rip a future podcast host, <laughs> and they're not, so, and they're not feeling it. They're like, hey, but we but, like this future star.
2: But man, when they're good, <laughs> yeah. and, and and I don't have it, and I'm just I'm just not funny. My rhythms are off. I don't feel right. Mm-hmm fuck that's just that makes it's the me, worst yeah, what's it's your bad.
0: what's like because we all have sort of what we do if a set doesn't go wrong do you have like a do you have like a ritual where it's like okay well i had a bad set tonight so this is how i recover or this is no. I change
2: if, if if i'm feeling funny and i have a bad set i've forgotten about i tell the audience that i go please be insulted uh <laughs> by the time i go to the parking lot and get my car i've already forgotten this set and you and that's completely true wow yeah, so it's yeah. healthy.
0: So you just completely put it out of your head.
2: If I know I'm funny, mm-hmm. and they're not a good audience, because audience, you understand, an audience, there's no scientific thing for what a good or bad audience is. Yeah. Like I don't scientifically look at why someone's funny or they're not, mm-hmm. but I will analyze in my head and have over the years audiences, and audiences you have to take into account. These are a group of people thrown together randomly. What is their education? How do their parents treat them? How do they react to alcohol? How do they react to uh, someone talking yeah. with a microphone in a dark room? Right. Uh, how was their day at work? How was their day with their wife? So it's all these random things yeah. thrown together in one room. Mm-hmm. So, on a particular night where they've had, and if they've had a fucked up day, I want to make it better for them. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. is to ease their pain but I'm just saying sometimes chemically an audience just stinks <laughs> they stink sometimes they can even be you, you both know this they can be even mean yeah. and yeah. stink yep. so if I'm feeling funny and they stink mm-hmm. fuck them <laughs> it's too bad it's too bad Yeah, we could have had fun it's too bad if if I'm uh, uh, um, not so good and they're good mm-hmm. it's too bad for me and it's, it's sad to me yeah um, but you still can erase it. Yeah, but if it's but if they're not so good and I'm not so good, uh, whatever, you just write that off, you know.
1: Now, do you approach um, like a talk show interview? Because I've heard you say too that you don't. Uh, that more often than not, you know these people who are, are interviewing. Yes, you. like when
2: I did John Stewart show all the time. Yeah. there was no pre-interview. However, I did Howard Stern once, and
1: you were phenomenal it, on
2: it. Thank you. Yeah, it was a really it was great a interview. dream. I've always wanted to it's do the it. Best. They never had me. The guy who did the pre-interview was great. Because he had a conversation with me. Um, I don't mind doing pre-interviews conversations. But what happens is some of these people who are segment producers, what they do is they look for bits for you to recreate while you're on the panel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very inorganic and I fucking hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And And so I don't do those anymore. I won't go on the show if they want me to do the set bits.
0: Because well, that, that's a moment in time, and that that, that 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 was at one point, and that was funny at that moment. Like, why try well, to but, recreate but, 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 it? But
2: recreating it, it lets, a lot of times they want to use your stand-up bits. Like, yeah. tell yeah. that story. Right. Um, and as a stand-up, that's great. But if I'm sitting, here's the thing, and I know this because of my friends who are all talk show hosts, uh, not all talk, but yeah. my friends are at talk shows, and I know from watching. Come on. Actors, actresses, a lot of people, not interesting at all, and they think they are.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Very few people can come out and just be funny. So I understand the premise of the pre-interview. Right. Yes, it is the it's most not for everybody though. For with me, it is the most unnecessary thing. I remember a guy. This was in Cleveland doing a radio show. So he did a pre-interview before I go on with him, and he's like a. It was a. He was like the main DJ, and yeah. he. Um said, all right, what bits are you going to do? I go, what are you talking about? I go, you just talk to me. He goes, oh, I can't do that. I go, you can't have a conversation? <laughs> did, yeah. He goes, I can have a conversation. He goes, but to, to I that. need you to do different bits. What do you do? I go, no, no, no watch. We're going to have a conversation, <sighs> mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. All right. So this dude, and this is maybe 15 years ago. Okay. Okay. And this dude, <laughs> when I tell you, is sweating mm-hmm. and shaking when we go on the air. <laughs> When it was over, Mm -hmm. he was like a survivor of a plane crash in a positive way. Like, I didn't think that was great, and it was supposed to be horrible, and I'm alive, and it's really fun, and I want to do that again. Like, the next time, he'd probably be a little bit sweaty, and then the tenth time, he would have no sweat. Holy shit! But he didn't know you could do that. You changed the game for him. I did. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully he didn't get into old habits. And who knows if he's still on the air even. But the point being is that you're either funny or you're not. Yeah. And if you're not funny, I understand the pre-interview and having an agenda. Yeah, and sure. Scripted this and that movie <laughs> yeah. and tell me that story that you think is. You know, a lot of times, like a lot of times in show business, what happens on talk shows is people's egos get hurt when they're not the first guest. If they're uh-huh. uh, If they're – like, I like being the first guest. Yeah, sure. However, if you have Tom Hanks as your guest that night, I'll be the second guest. Yeah. I even did that one. Is there a
1: list that you are okay being second fiddle to? I don't give it Cher, out. Cher, by... Hanks.
2: By the way, Cher, Bonaduce. yes. Bonaduce. <laughs> Bonaduce. <laughs> Mario Lopez. Who's on the Lopez. List? <laughs> but, but, but here's the thing. Yeah. It's like, if someone's going to be entertaining and interesting before you, mm-hmm. Then, great, I'm happy being second. I don't care. Sure. But if you know... Just because somebody's more famous Paris than Paris Hilton.
1: You. If she's like a buzz and you have to follow that
2: bullshit. Well, that's no. know, that's adding extra levels yeah. to it. But um, I don't want to slam anybody. For so sure. I'm she's not, great. Not, no, but no, no. I'm talking about her. Oh, okay. <laughs> we know she's not great. Um,
0: <laughs> Adam lies through his teeth. Oh, no, I'm no, just no. She's trying to be. No,
2: but, 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 but there are certain actors and actresses who you may even enjoy in movies, but you know, They're, you don't want to see them on a talk show. Yeah. Yeah. And you say no I just recently said no because I'm like I am not following him I like I love his work in movies mm-hmm. but I will not follow him because there'll be mm-hmm. no viewers left yeah be like well, people, people will if, be done yeah and they'll, and they'll watch it go And well, I did that before guest. on the same show yeah uh, they wanted me to follow this beautiful actress mm-hmm. who's a big Jessica Alba yeah mm-hmm. okay. We don't like Jessica Alba for her storytelling technique. <laughs> and also, she's not coming out and sitting there in a bikini. Right. right. So there's some reason to keep anyone on board because she's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I refused. I said, I'm not doing it. Following her. Mm-hmm. I said, she's hot right now. I get it. But that's not. And so I didn't. Mm-hmm. And the next time they said they came back, and said, what about Kanye West? I said, yes. Kanye West is hot. And he'll keep viewers in because he's going to do something. Yeah. And he did. He'll say
0: he'll say. He attacked he MTV
2: and Entertainment Weekly for not giving him the respect. I swear he did. Yeah. He had the number one album in the country and he was slamming, you know, <laughs> these people. Which, then, which show I, was that on? What's it was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, Oh, the last time I was on, but I haven't been asked back until recently.
0: That's right.
1: right. Uh, I watched that episode Uh,
2: when I went on there and said, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Oh, wait,
1: was that the episode that he went on that whole long crazy? People were posting clips of it saying it was like brilliant. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, no, yes, and then I went on after. And I borrowed from my publicist sunglasses and a scarf, you know. <laughs> so you get the idea. I was imitating because he had these sure. big sunglasses, yeah. scarf. I and that. I went out there, and I literally I said, you know, I'm mad at Comedy Central, because I'm not one of the greatest comedians, like like all these things. And then yeah. I said, he's got the number one album in the country. And I had no, I'd met him before. I'd done, he had done a pilot for HBO uh, that I did a cameo in, and he was very nice yeah. and all this stuff. But you know so when i followed him and i did that and, I, and then i finally at one point screamed what the fuck was that about <laughs> and i hadn't been asked back until recently but anyhow um uh uh he's gonna be interesting and he'll keep viewers right. that's all you want you know if you're gonna be on a show well if that show's interesting great i'll go on towards the end yeah yeah but if five minutes in if you're sleeping it doesn't want. matter if you go on 15 yeah. minutes in. Yeah. Uh, the
1: only one, uh, only couch thing I've done was Ferguson when uh-huh. he was coming out. And same thing where it was like they did a pre interview. And in my head, I was like, God, I don't want to like. I'm at this point. The podcast has helped a lot with that. And then just stand up in general and uh-huh. where I just feel very comfortable off the cuff. Right. And, you know, and doing radio stuff, even like, you know, uh, and Brad kind of introduced me to the idea of just like not right. having planned bits because it's just so. Uh, and Whenever you have I go in, I say, uh, when they're like, so what do you want to lead me into? I just go, just say hi to me. Yeah, just and also hi. you've and been it doing we'll it long enough where, you know, and I've done it with them where it's like if they set you, if they're talking about something that you do have something that might be uh, appropriate for that moment. But uh, so we get out there and Ferguson, nothing that was in that pre-interview we talked about and it was just like so, fu- now I can't imagine not doing it that
2: way. Right, of Because course, it was so it, much more. However... Attractive. Conan O'Brien are, and I are old friends. We used to be roommates. Yeah, yeah, which is and incredible. When blah, blah. I did his show, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like name dropping like crazy. No, o- this is great. told me it was his favorite thing that I would do this. I went out on, and I wasn't like playing like I'm this person, but I went out on Conan. I said no stand up. I'm only doing panel. Mm-hmm. I said I'll be. He, uh, Robert Smigel was the producer with Conan and then. He's like, yeah, you'll be better just panel. But I used to go out with a bit. Like, I would go out and say, like, the, the, the Museum of Modern Art is honoring me, and I would show clips of my movie oh, career. Oh, yeah. But I would do bits that, like, Steve Martin would do. Right. right. You know, where he's making fun of himself. Yes. yes. But the joke was nobody knew who I was as I was doing all these bits <laughs> mm-hmm. as if I was a famous comedian yeah. all the time. And, but I just sort of felt like that felt right to me. Yeah. And then one day I woke up and I was a famous comedian, <laughs> and now I don't do the bits.
1: How uh, did, did, did that? Uh, how did that friendship even? I mean, was, <laughs> the sorry. friendship
2: was actually through Bob Odenkirk. I was living in Chicago. I lived by Wrigley Field, and Bob said, "Can my friend, my friend Conan, needs a place to live? I know you've got that extra bedroom. Can and I my first response I swear to God, was Conan really? <laughs> and he said, Yeah, Conan. Conan and then yeah. Conan moved in, and Conan was. A delight, and he was the funniest person. I at that point, the only other person that I can put in the same. Well, there's a there's three like outrageously funny people that are just so funny: Conan, Mitch Hurwitz, who created Arrest yes. Development, wow, is yeah. crazy funny, yep. and Amy Sedaris. These are people that are just. And by the way, I know a lot of funny people that I sure, really respect. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I'm insulting them. But these are the ones that come to mind as like being like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right. Funny. Like, uh, it's unbelievable.
1: So, uh, anyhow. Um, Sedaris, so even in her little cameo in Chef, was incredible. Oh,
2: yeah. She was great. She yeah. she was an I Want Someone to eat Cheese with. Yeah. 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 She's. Um, She's ridiculous, yeah. and she's. By the way, the stuff she does in Chef and the stuff she did in my movie and I mean, that doesn't hold a candle to how funny she is. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's crazy funny, and she makes a
1: killer brownie.
2: She made, <laughs> man, her brownie. She invented the brown yeah, Annie. I know she did. <laughs> um,
1: uh, so so Conan. So he said, no, "You got to give this guy a place." No,
2: yeah. It. So he moved in, and we he so tickled me. He was so funny that we did. We used to do a fake talk show in our living room, and this is when Conan was a writer. Mm-hmm. he'd written on not necessarily the news in the symptoms that he just got a job on snl and they were on strike and um so he was not a performer yeah and i never would have thought he's going to be this talk show yeah. host and we do this one and i was his only two guests jeff garland who was a weisenheimer would ask him he was george takei by the way at all times <laughs> it was called wild blue yonder and uh, and the other guest was Adam West, which is the only impression I do, is Adam West. So Adam and Adam. yeah. And so I was either Adam West or myself. And Adam West with George Takei, they would both really talk about not getting any residuals from the 60s, <laughs> which no one did. And then I would come out and I would only ask him about residuals. <laughs> and then the day Conan moved out as George Takei and Wabalini, he killed himself. <laughs> he put a gun in his mouth, it was really funny. What,
0: was this a film you guys kind of did? Or like did, you, did, 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 did you film this? It was, it,
2: am I good? Okay, okay, I, I was making sure. Maybe, uh, no, we didn't film it. We just did it for the fun. I'm fine, by the way, temp, time-wise. Like, yeah. I don't care how many more minutes. Well, I'm good. 15 or so? No, no, I thought she was okay. signaling me, and she wasn't, and okay, we great. don't have a signal. Okay, okay. Right. That's, That's how confusing yeah, it yeah. is. <laughs> uh, am I supposed to? I was, was looking for it, like, yeah. It's like, do me a favor and sit there when it hits the three-hour mark. <laughs> three, I can't go more yeah, than three hours. <laughs> Be sure and and do a, a soft shoe. <laughs> They won't understand. They'll go, "Why is his assistant doing a soft shoe?" The three-hour mark. Yeah.
0: but so, so it's just something you guys did for you, just for us. No, always just to make you guys. Laugh. But
2: that's what I, you know, that's what we did. Curb your enthusiasm. Curb your enthusiasm. We had no idea mm-hmm. anyone would find it funny. We were working in a vacuum. The first season, especially, we just did what we thought was funny. Mm-hmm. And boom diggity, look.
1: You really have no. I mean, it, it, I hear it said all the time, which is you know, the making of a movie or a show. But you really have no clue and tell that how people are going to perceive it you, you have, have to no
2: sh- idea how people are going to perceive it yeah. you can be proud of it and hopeful but as far as um uh um, but you're on set
1: you know. laughing and having a good time and
2: oh by the way i've done things where we laughed and a good time and it didn't turn out very well yeah so you don't know
0: yeah, I mean, you can you think you think you have an idea, but until the public gets a hold of it,
2: it's really how's the public going to react? But by, by the way, there are times where you make something and you know damn well it's good, mm-hmm. and people you trust tell you it's good, and it just doesn't work uh, financially, you know. And that can be marketing. That can be uh, what t- slot your TV shows in. Yeah, what when it premieres, is, what, like, the, what the yeah. stat- state of the country is at the time you're doing sure. your thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, now there's... there's um does Conan let you—now you guys are still obviously buds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, does he let you—I mean, you could call him any day and just say, hey, can I come on tomorrow to plug something or just I just want yeah, I mean, to go on to hang I, out? Or? Can,
2: yeah, but by the way, yes, I can say that, and they'll get me on as quick as they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not like uh, I'm going to come on tomorrow. Right. Now, if it was life or death, I could go on tomorrow. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, um Yeah. But that's, what kind of life in the, my, uh, my ears my hurt from the ACD concert. Oh, no, you're going to the penis. Let's go, yeah, the, let's gonna, go to the I'll penis see, My penis is going to fall off. <laughs> unless I get $100 from one, $100 singles. This is a, a spell that a witch put on me. I you know what I'm saying? Starter. No, there's yeah, no for reason. Sure. There's no yeah. reason. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I could call and say, please have me on soon.
1: Uh, is there uh, anybody that you, um, is there any, who did you like grow up watching uh, comedically that really got you?
2: well early on Jackie Gleason, Gleason. Jack Benny's probably mm-hmm. my all time favorite comedian mm-hmm. and uh, Bob Newhart I used to love the Mary Tyler Moore show uh, and then the Albert Brooks Woody Allen yeah. you know um, I, I David love- Letterman yeah. huge that was your guy uh, I I, as a matter of fact, I started my stand up career when his uh, 1230 show started wow I used to skip college my classes to watch his morning show Oh, no so kidding. he had a. He, he, I, I haven't even. Oh, I couldn't was, watch it the last like two or three weeks. I couldn't watch. It was too emotional. His no kidding. Morning show was in Indiana. I want to say. No, or, no, his, no, no. His morning show was on NBC. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. Way too emotional.
1: Was... Just the ending of that era was just too much for you to for him to process. show. Then yeah, yeah it was yeah. too
2: much. But you know, I used to work with Steve Colbert in the in the uh, box office at Second City, and I oh, did shit. shows with him and perform with him, and I love him and. I think he's going to be a rock for a long time, you know. That's wonderful. But it's sort of everything changes. It's all temporary, the whole thing, even (laughs) life, you know. Would you ever... Fall in love again? I don't know. (laughs) What? 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 Get a new
1: penis. Uh, No, would you... Watching you interview Larry at the Largo, that was a very quick thought of mine, was how uh, effortless you are in in conversing with people, and especially somebody you know. And My immediate immediate thought was... um, a, how lucky I felt to be watching that, and I was like, I hope I feel so bad for anybody who's not seeing this live.
2: Oh, that's kind but of, but then you, I yeah. was
1: like, the, You for sure could um transition into that if you I wanted have gotten
2: to. that compliment many many times. It's an amazing and compliment, and I really dig it, it's so yeah. nice. Um, I would never do a nightly talk show, as a matter of fact, there's no amount of money to mm. tie into that. But I would be interested in a Sunday night talk show, and a weekly talk show. Oh, I very like much a, would.
0: Like a John Oliver thing? Or yeah. It would be different. But
2: well, I mean, John Oliver is great. Yeah. He's and unreal. And he's unreal, yeah. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him. But, um, no, mine would be more conversation, be yeah. an hour conversation. Yeah. And it would literally be conversation. And it wouldn't be driven by, um, you know, promoting. Yeah. No, yeah. So it's everything that TV doesn't want. <laughs> so by the way i think it would be a good thing yeah but i think it, i don't i don't look at it and go why won't someone do i haven't tried and i may try i may let me just uh right now here here's what i we' you said we're wrapping up yeah. so i'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you what i'm doing I'm doing the goldbergs mm-hmm. i'm doing I'm, show. i've decided for i took a break from comedy clubs for a few months um it's been about three months you know or so and I'm going, I realize, because I, I, after 33 years, comedy clubs can just, can just be a drag. Yeah. And so, but I realized, like, I've got a, a be- big benefit I'm doing at a theater in like two weeks. And I realized, well, how am I going to prepare for that? I have to go on stage. Right. So it's like, it's like the necessary evil. It's, 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 what it is is it's practice. And it's not the be all end all. It's practice. And I'm sorry if I'm people who, who, when they go up at the comedy store, think this is the the it, (laughs) which I would have younger, earlier in my career. But um, so,
1: not just uh, are you talking about not just doing spots at the uh, OR at the comedy store? You're talking about doing a weekend somewhere?
2: Yeah, I do a weekend. I just did like some clubs, you know, about five months ago. And holy crap, it just burnt me out on it, you know. But I have to do what here's the thing i have to do whatever to do to to stay good so i'm going back i'm doing the store this weekend good. i'm doing uh what the hell's is that the, 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 the flappers which Flappy the name burbank but yeah. flappers is the only place i ever play where i don't get around to doing anything except talking about the name that's all i do is talk about why it's called 15 minutes of that oh i've done yes <laughs> Why you said 15 minutes 50, 50. yeah i know i did an hour an hour and ten on it. Jesus. I've done it by I, I can't flappers. control myself because <laughs> yeah. it's nuts. It is. It's embarrassing. Where are you playing? I'm playing Flappers. <laughs> that alone tells people that you are the not successful. The hoo-hoo Chuckle Hut is next weekend. You mean, yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah, you know. So, but I'm doing that, but I'm also developing a, um, a mini series TV movie type thing for Netflix with me as a detective. Oh, my. And I'm in the middle of writing it now. Love it. uh, Is this going
0: to be improvisational-based? The actors will...
2: What was that word you tried to pronounce? (laughs) Improvisation? I had a quick little brain (laughs) (laughs) hiccup. So, in all sincerity, (laughs) uh, it'll be fully scripted Mm -hmm. with the actors encouraged to... Like, we'll do, we'll get what we need to get. That's all. I'm not going to, like, worry about it. You and the
1: know? people at your disposal looking at dealing with idiots, I have to imagine, are just ridiculous.
2: Well, actually, it's not going to be that kind of show where it's big ensemble. It's, uh, I'll have a big guest actor playing the murderer. Mm-hmm. I say that where, you know, like, it's because it's like Columbo. You're going to know who the murderer is right away. Yeah. Gotcha. As a matter of fact, my version, you really know right away. <laughs> you watch it happen. Yeah, you know, um, uh, No, in a different way, you'll see. But anyhow, so there'll be that, and there'll be actors that people like and stuff. I don't see anyone who's, like, really famous other than the murderer. Because, you know, you watch Law & Order, and the most recognizable guest person is the killer. Yeah. Every single time. right. Same with Columbo, but Columbo they showed you the thing.
0: Yeah, this week
2: Glenn Close yeah. kills people. Yeah, a, a <laughs> well they don't. But yeah, it's Close. Yeah. If Glenn Close is uh, is is it's charged available. with murder, yeah. Yeah. she's the one. Right. <laughs> so That's I'm not exactly fooling like. anybody on my show. My show will will be a little bit funny. Yeah. Yeah. it's going to be it's done real. Be, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be. And Glenn close, so I'm working on I'm working on that now. <laughs> That's great. So between that and my stand-up, I don't have much time. And then you, the Goldbergs. You love is the everything. Goldbergs. I do. Here's why I love it's the awesome Goldbergs. Show. Here's why I love the Goldbergs. It's a great part for you. It is a great part yeah. for me. I I never thought I'd be on a network show. Not should say never. In recent years, doing Curb, doing more edgy stuff, sure. I never thought, oh, I'll be on a network
1: show. Because same. you get so conditioned to that way of working yeah, that you're Yeah, alternative. Like, sort of like yeah. being
2: an alternative, an, an indie film actor, like yeah. enjoying that sort of stuff. All right, so. I got the script. and I'm like, oh, this is actually good. And then I got clips of his real family. I'm like, oh, okay. So I said, well, as long as I can carve out that I can still do Curb, I'll do it. And we worked it out. Boom. Okay.
1: And that's a big deal because sometimes it just, you aren't able to that do it all. It doesn't all. happen. Yeah. It
2: doesn't happen. You know, but I think a lot of the lawyers and executives are fans of Curb, so they don't want to be the one to stop it. Right. So, but here's the thing, man. I'm proud of the show. I I think it's funny, I think it's well written. It's not necessarily something that I would watch. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get in trouble for this every time. But here's the point I wanna make. People love the show. People come up to me and tell me all the time how good it makes them feel. And the fact that I'm on a show that makes people feel good that they watch with their family, that's not soft. Right. You know, although the endings are very what's the word called where you know they're there they can be like uh sad you know (laughs) what was that
1: yeah i was gonna say just sentimental but i mean, sentimental yeah
2: perfect yeah they're very sentimental too sentimental for me Mm -hmm. you know i come from curb your enthusiasm which comes from seinfeld you know larry david which is no hugging yeah yeah and now i'm on a show that pretty much every ending's a hug (laughs)
1: yeah no hugging so like i said it's not my
2: thing but I am honored to be able to tell Adam Goldberg's story every week, and I'm honored that people love it and it makes them feel good. So for me, it is nothing but a positive experience. Yeah, love hearing positive. And I, the cast I it. seems
1: pretty awesome. They're
2: awesome. The cast, awesome. Uh, I love them. Wendy McClinton Covey is just uh, so funny. I I just I'm in awe of her. But point being is, I'm honored to be on the show, and yeah, there you go.
1: You hope it runs for a while.
2: Yeah, not too long.
1: Yeah. Is, is there, can you, I mean... Like- I mean,
2: I, I could see doing it for seven years or so, you know. Mm-hmm. Those half-hour sitcoms that run into eight, nine, ten years, it's like, what? Yeah, they're, they're still, they're just, they're still um, getting in trouble. Yeah, they're still getting <laughs> in trouble. But, you know, also it's a family thing. At that time, it'll be about you know the grandchildren and sure, all that shit. Sure, the kids grow up and then. It, it, I, have it, it, I have no interest like in doing uh, that. Uh,
1: speaking of, uh, and then we'll wrap this up of final seasons. Um, I am mean, sure, everybody asks you probably all the time, but mm. because it is my favorite show, and mm-hmm. you don't have to tell me on air, but are there even conversations happening between you and? Uh,
2: Here's what LD? I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you the the, the 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 real version after. No, no, the no. I'm going to tell you on on the air. I love it. All right, and you'll go. Oh, you told me the real version off the. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the order of of things. Mm -hmm. I was at the Television Critics Association when they do all the shows and they do ask you. And I said 51%. It was actually the most I've ever been on the internet in a long time. 51%. And then I just did um, Rich Eisen's show. Yeah. And I upped it to, because of recent activity, I said 54%. And I just did an interview with the Wall Street Journal earlier today. And I said 56%. You know what? It's sixty percent. Oh
1: man Breaking news. That makes me so happy.
2: Yeah, sixty percent. And solid the only way percentage. I can go higher yeah. is ninety percent from here because that'll mean that he's written episodes mm-hmm. and he's passed five of if if he starts running episodes I go ninety and then a hundred when he's written more than five. Wow. Because you know, he might write four and go, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> oh, you know? My God. But I'd say sixty percent. Um, uh, that, that we do, amazing. and I'm gonna leave it at that. And by the way, it's not because he's doing it or he said he's doing it, but we talked about it, yeah. And he talked about it with somebody else involved in the show, and it's a big maybe. And it maybe it's not 50 50, it's 60. We're 60 40, yes. I love that.
1: Uh, I like it, uh, and re- on
2: your podcast, and I will never go up past 60. <laughs> On any other show.
1: I love that. Real quick, favorite episode of Curb.
2: Would be Wandering Bear. Yes. Wandering Bear is where Cheryl's vagina is bothering her, and Larry's looking for creams and such, and an Indian helps put a spell. He's got a thing. And Larry and I are watching Girls Gone Wild, and my dog gets run over. Unbelievable. Which doesn't sound funny, but I swear it's funny. And the dog's fine. Um, Oscar. Um, Yeah, that's my favorite episode. Because it stands alone.
1: Uh, yes, one of my favorite scenes when you and Larry are hovering over, um, I can't remember who it is in the hospital bed, but it's waiting for...
2: Oh, the big vagina to, scene? Oh, my God.
1: How much of that had to have been improv? Because it was always... Your face well, when you're like, they love this, and Larry's know, like, well, they yeah. love... you doing the hand no, gesture. That we're
2: making that up. But, it's not but small it's, penis, it's But big it's vagina. written <laughs> that, Larry, that Jeff indicates, you know, um, you know, small penis, no big vagina, and <laughs> we talk about it. So how we performed it was not... Because you were so
1: uh, self-assured that when Larry was like, she said you, uh, had-. No. And, and you no, were just no, no, like, no, no, no. no, it was the complete
2: opposite. No, yeah, no, no, sorry, <laughs> big vagina, Huge. <laughs> I remember it now because it came easy to me to say that because yeah. no one says that. And
1: Larry so immediately yes-ended that you were right, which is so great about that relationship. That he's like, oh,
2: it it is big, isn't
1: it? And then you're like, oh, huge. Yeah, and the, the end he's of the like, episode. That
2: the end of the episode, she's she's put, has an autographed baseball <laughs> in her vagina. So there you go. I was right.
0: Uh, Jeff, I'm so glad that we that we got to do this. It, it, it was, I'm really happy yeah. too.
2: And here's the door being open again. I'd like to do it again. Oh my God! Oh my yeah, but when? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know. But hey, but you know what? When is just having the door open is uh, maybe a couple years. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah, but I think that you're both are, are on your way to big success. Thanks, man. You should still do this out of fun if you have time. Well, we do. But it's a big thing, man, if you're both on let's say you're both on hit shows. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do this. Imagine that. It is. So when people say please do it, I really want to, but I swear it's hard to pull it off. Oh yeah. yeah. And I'm you're young, much younger than me both of you. I'm tired, man. I'm <laughs> I'm heading into my elderly year. <laughs> I'm pre-elderly. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I, mean,
0: I, I mean, it's it's almost four o'clock, so if you're pre-elderly, you probably have to get to bed pretty
2: soon. Though. I'm yeah. actually going to meet my friend Flanny for coffee right now. I love love that. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: thank you. Thank you again it for doing this. Not, it, Gentlemen, uh, you're my pleasure.
2: <laughs> you're, no, you're the best. <laughs> Thanks, thank Jeff. you. So.